This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. It's going to be an interesting hour. It could be a really horrible, horrible oh. mistake and lapse in judgment, or it could be the beginning yep. of so- <laughs> good. Is that, what, is that what Pat's voting for? Yeah, that's my vote. <laughs> or it could be uh, the beginning of something really good. We shall see. Samantha B joins us in studio right now. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the program. Samantha B is going to be joining us here in just a second. She is actually on her way to the studios from a, another shoot. She has, uh, yesterday we had ABC News here all day long um, because uh, Nightline is doing a profile on me. I think tomorrow night they're going to air it. Um, and we had a really, um, really a, a great crew here yesterday, and, and they were great. What do they have? Four people? Five people for Nightline. Not very many. Yeah. yeah. Four Samantha times. B is, I, th- I think half the state of New York is in my office right now. <laughs> um, they, uh, I mean, we own a movie studio, and I think they have more equipment in my office than we have in all three of our stages. Um, it's, it's quite an elaborate uh, thing that they've brought down. The reason why um, we're doing this um and and doing it almost against better judgment um i almost canceled yesterday um the reason why we're doing this is because i believe we are living in different times and um i think i could be wrong But I think Samantha, uh, in the little I've talked to her, maybe 25 minutes, recognizes the time that we live in and the role of positive or negative she could play and I can play. All of us can. But she is doing a comedy show and that comedy show has been, you know, it's, it's almost like, remember when Newsweek magazine wrote the headline, we're all socialists now? The New York mentality is, yeah, everybody's like that. Well, this election showed, wait a minute, no, 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 that's not true. 
And that came as a big shock to people. And if my show minimizes the feelings of those who are now feeling exactly what we felt in 2008, and I think more appropriately, 2012. Mm-hmm. In 2012, we thought, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Maybe everybody is socialist. Maybe everybody is okay with all of this because they, right. they have access to all this information, which is exactly what the left is saying about Donald Trump. Wait, they have access to all this information. Well, well why would they make this decision? I think for several reasons. But what you're saying is we shouldn't be rubbing their nose in it right now? Is that what you're... Yes. Really? Yeah, it's strange. Ah, that's yes, weird. it's strange. Like we shouldn't say, yeah, this is what we... Let me ask How you do this. you like it? Let me ask you this. <laughs> Let me ask you this. If, if John Stewart would have reached out after Barack Obama's victory... Had you on the show. ...and said sincerely there's no way he would have well, i know he oh, wouldn't have gee. but if he would have sincerely said i want to understand you and i want to understand the people around you and how you're feeling what are you so afraid of and what are you afraid of but not in the next uh, i know it's not that he's if they if he would have been understanding like that that would have that would have gone a long way yeah if he, he would have said, said look, look if, I, I know it's not because he's a black he's a black what, man. what are you trying to take back the country from right what is it that you're afraid of that would have been constitutional been great our constitutional um, rights have been taken away, and not because of him, but they've been usurped for many years over many presidents, but the Patriot Act was a big one, and it's going to get worse now. And right now, we're afraid of this takeover of our educational system, of our banking system, of the free market system, right? Yeah. We were, we were afraid of that. Well, what has happened? What has happened? They dismissed us, which made us more angry. We're more divided. More divided. They dismissed us. We were angry enough that we elected this guy. And right now, a new survey shows, Stu, when it comes to the free market system. Yeah, let me. Who's a bigger believer in the free market system today? Today, the way it stands. Uh, liberals actually uh, favor the free market more than conservatives. What? According to a new poll, uh, I can. Uh, it's going to take me a minute to dig it out. I don't have it. And why? That's kind of hard to believe. And why? Yeah. It's not actually. It's not. It is for me, Glenn. Uh, no, I, I, uh, no. It, it is for me too. But it makes sense because all we've done is switched places because we've made it about winning and not principles now mike pence is literally out on the road saying look we've seen the free market work and the free market america keeps losing the other thing is it's terrifying look at how so many pundits or uh republican defenders of trump Look at how many of them are saying, well, if the if the trillion dollar stimulus money is spent in a good way, that's a good thing, right? No, no, it's not a good thing. No, it's we shouldn't the be government. spending it. 
We shouldn't be spending it. And that's what you were saying with Obama. That's because Not with that, Obama. Well, if he spends it properly, I'll right. be okay with it. Everybody knew that that money wasn't going to go to the proper thing with Obama. Now it's going to go to the proper thing. And you know it's and not. And you know it's not. It's not. And it be as beyond that, it is not what a free market constitutional republic does. And am I the only one in America who's okay with our airports, I don't have a problem at any airport. <laughs> I'm with you on that. I haven't seen one that's crumbling. Airports you? don't look like bus depots. They don't. And but bus depots look oh. nice, too. But our bridges aren't crumbling. I've never been across a crumbling bridge. You know what the problem is? You know what the problem is? None of us have been to Asia. I've been to Dubai and the Asian airport. Hang on just a second. The Asian airports. We've heard that the airports are nice. I've been to Dubai's airport. It is un-frickin-believable. What What do they do? It's like you land planes there, Pat. No, 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 no. no. But you're just, just, it is the nicest. I mean, it is, it's unbelievable. High-tech Beautiful. So if you go to but DFW, makes, no, what does Dubai have that DFW doesn't have? It's just, it looks it's like DFW. Cleaner, DFW just lighter. looks like something that was built in the 80s or 90s. And it was. Right. And this one is just clean, bright, right. all brand new. I mean, it just. I mean, Can I tell you something? Traditionally, authoritarians spend on things like I that know. that people will see. Right. It does is what they do. It's why all of our federal courthouses and all of our big government buildings, all of them with the carved eagles in them, all of them that are these big, beautiful, monolithic buildings, were built during the Great Depression mm-hmm. to make people feel better. There is no difference in the Dubai airport than there is in any other airport that I have flown in in uh, in America. Yeah. Now, you can look at Detroit and say, I think it's the Detroit airport, which is one of the most beautiful airports I've ever been in. Yeah, that's, a nice, that's a nice airport. That's a yeah. beautiful airport. Okay, like, well, so? Right. <laughs> what's the difference? Right. <laughs> We're not spending money on the airport. That's not going to... You know what will help in the East... I had one of the scariest landings of my life in New York because New York is so congested, you have to land that plane at the minute they tell you to land that plane because you've got another plane screaming behind you. It's literally, I think it's every 90 seconds or every 60 seconds, that runway has to have a plane on it. Well, that's insane. They do that here. And so the update that they're looking for that they won't really tell you is the skies in the New York area are becoming very dangerous. And so there's new technology that every plane has to have. I don't remember when it is next year, I think, where it automatically senses the distance between the planes. Well, isn't that a private enterprise thing? Isn't that Delta and American's job to do? No, because the airports want, they want the landing based on that system. They basically, it's not automated, but it's as close as you can get to automated. It allows you to play, um, to land planes. I think currently it's every 90 seconds. It may be 60 seconds, but I think it's every 90 seconds. There's somebody on that runway in places like New York. They can't build any more airports. So what they have to do is land them closer together. 
So this technology allows you to land a plane every 30 seconds. So you literally are on top of the plane behind you or, yeah, in front of you. You are just on top of it. And that's the technology that so planes governments want uh, land atop each other now because you did say so literally. you did say literally <laughs> I was going to say the same thing and I was going to let it go and then I could take you literally or I could take you seriously I take you neither uh, real quick on this poll um, listen think of how far we have come and and tell me tell me Tell me, yes, you could have possibly predicted this, Glenn. Uh, you know, because you say we're not going to recognize the country in twelve minutes every twelve minutes. Uh, so, <laughs> but I tell me, you're not right here. Do you agree or disagree with the following statement? The free market has been sorting the economy out, and America's been losing. Do you agree or disagree with that statement? Uh, party ID agree. Democrats thirty three percent agree with that statement. That kind of seems like where it should be. About a third mm-hmm. of Democrats might mm-hmm. think the free market's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Independents, only 38%. Kind of low to me. 38% of, of independents uh, agree uh, that the free market is a good thing. Uh, uh, or excuse me, that it's been losing, right? So 33% of Democrats say the free market's been working things out and we've been losing. That's actually, some, you'd be optimistic on that. 38%. Because that means the vast majority of Democrats think it, we're, we're winning. We're winning. Exactly. Uh, 38% of independents. So vast majority of independents also say, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, they're winning. Or, um, 57% of Republicans agree with that. Well, that's what they heard the whole campaign, right? Yeah, it sure is. We're losing. We're getting our head losing. handed to us. We're losing. losing. We're Ideology losing. free. Wow. We haven't. We, wow. The problem is nobody even recognizes what the free market is. No, none of these terms mean anything. And the same thing with conservative. 55%, 55% of self-identified conservatives say the free market is screwing America. That is 55% and only 31% of liberals think that now. That's where we are in this if country. That's what, if that is all you would define it on, then I would be a liberal. All right. I am more in line with the liberals on the free market. Now, that's excluding everything else, but that's crazy talk. And you brought up before the Newsweek article after the 2008 election. Stand for principles. We're all socialists now. Tell me that that article has not aged well. I mean, uh, they were totally right. The people, the people who were opposing uh, all these giant government policies when Obama was giving them, they might have been wrong then. But tell me, they're actually, not right now. Those people actually, are supporting the same policies. Newsweek should run that headline now, yeah, because that headline is more accurate. However, the liberals don't see the socialist in Donald Trump. They think he's a big capitalist. He's a big free market guy. He's not. Or he wouldn't have done the deal with Carrier. And now this. Stock market keeps rising, propped up by cheap money. What goes up will come down. And the higher it rises, the steeper and deeper it will fall. I will tell you, I talked to some, I talked to um, uh, the um, guys at uh, Nightline about this last night. They've been saying, you really believe that the economy is really going to crumble apart? I couldn't believe intelligent news people really don't believe that the bubbles are going to burst. Of course they're going to burst. I, I, it's just, it's amazing to me. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's math. 
Call Goldline now at 1-866-GOLDLINE, 1-866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. They asked me, so how much should you have in gold? And I said, oh, no more than 10%. That much? That much? I said, uh, yeah. 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 Any more than that, then you're in risky territory, but 10%, 10% spend, put it around because you don't know what's going to last. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're saying... 80%. 10%. That much? Yes. It's the original gold standard. 1-866-GOLDLINE. 1-866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. I will raise my voice. I will hold your hand. Because we are one. The Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the program. I, um, as we're waiting for Samantha B. to come into the studio, um, let me give you this. Uh, this, this is another reason that we are divided because there's no seeming self-awareness on either side. For instance, there's no self-awareness of people who were against a $787 billion stimulus package, Barack Obama, and saying it was on the principles of the free market system and debt and everything else, and for a trillion dollar stimulus package, under this guy. Because this time, it'll be spent right. Right. There, there, I mean, what? there's absolutely Correct. no consistency. I thought the principle here. was Correct. stop doing the spending. And there's no self-awareness on this. Why has Stu just put his hands to his head? <laughs> Forget it. No, okay. go ahead. You, All right. So here's another, here's, another, here's another non-self-awareness, this time on the left. On Tuesday, disgruntled Democrats held a forum to discuss the possibility of replacing the Electoral College. Zoe Lofgren, Democrat, California, conceded that Democrats could not get rid of the Electoral College due to the way the United States Constitution is written. Mm -hmm. I don't think we can sustain. And by the way, that's with the Electoral College in it. Yes. I don't think we (laughs) can sustain our American democracy. It's not a democracy. It's a republic. I don't think we can sustain our American democracy. Republic, fixing her word, by having the majority, listen to this, having the majority ruled by the minority. And so the question is how to fix this since the Constitution is written in such a way that it's almost impossible to amend. No, it's not impossible to amend. It's, right. It it's can be amended. A, it's it. There's it's a, system. a system. But listen to this. Listen to what she said. I don't think we can sustain the American democracy... Saying that for a reason. Yeah. 
because that is the majority over the minority by having a a majority ruled by the minority. Well, may I ask the question? Why do we have gay marriage then? Right. Why is it through? Why do nine old men and women rule over everything? 320 million people. Right. It, It doesn't. You want to talk about the minority ruling over the majority. I don't have control of my life because nine old men or women make a law. They were not supposed to make law. Sometimes even less than that, because in California, when they voted on Prop 8, was it uh, 20 million? The 20 million Californians went to the polls and voted in favor of traditional marriage. One judge overturned it. One it's just so it doesn't make and they it, were fine with that system they're fine right so there is no there's no consistency and self-awareness yeah there's no there can be no growth if there's no self-awareness now let me go on Lofgren went on to say that she's now open to a constitutional convention oh okay first of all I am not open for a constitutional convention I am open to um, invoking Article 5 of the Constitution, which is a limited, very specific, not a constitutional convention, because that's free for all. We're, she says, quote, we're three states away from calling for a constitutional convention. It's something I've always been opposed to, but I'll say the second time in 16 years, the voters elected, the voters, the people elected did not become president. Rational people, not the fringe, are now talking about whether states should be separated from the U.S. Rational people, she says, are now this talking about the secession. program. Mercury. To the uh, welcome to the program. Uh, joining us now, and she just said, "Wow, this is real." And I said, "No, I think most people would think this is unreal." <laughs> Maybe from uh, Full Frontal uh, Samantha mm. B. And we don't, we don't know each other. We no. talked to each other once yes. last night for about twenty-five minutes. It was very pleasant conversation. It was great. It was. Yeah. Why are you here? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Why are you having me here? <laughs> Um, I'm here. We're doing a well. We're doing a piece with we're doing a piece with Glenn, and so you generously invited me to be on your show. We are merging worlds in a way. <laughs> in a way. In a way. Because we, I'm sure we haven't talked about it, but I'm sure there are many things that we don't agree on. I pretty much can guarantee that. For yes. Sure. Um, uh, so. But I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't either. I don't think I don't see that as um, I don't see that as a bad thing. I think people trying to control people's lives is a bad thing. Yes, I do agree with you. <laughs> oh my! 
what? first what? thing out of her mouth. <laughs> Your world is coming crumbling down. Oh, no. You are a sellout. Oh. Did you, yeah. Did you, did you lose some crazy bet? No. And now here you are. I'm winning the bet. That's saying I agree I'm here. with Glenn. It's okay for us to agree with each other on some things. I feel mm-hmm. like there's a shared humanity, right? There is. We really literally have to be able to have conversations with people we don't agree with. Yes. It's essential. And yes. I do feel like I'm sure that a lot of your listeners and a lot of your viewers have either not watched my show. Yes. Or they have watched my show and they have turned not turned it off and turned anger. it off. Or, you know, one interesting thing that happened on our show, we went to the conventions, of course. Um, and while I was at the Republican convention, so many people there came up to me privately and said, oh, my God, I love your show. It's really funny. So I think you're really funny. Thank you. Well, you I wasn't really. I wasn't, mouth. I wasn't fishing for a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely have a potty mouth for sure. Yes. Um, but people, I think, I think people on both sides of the aisle can appreciate a well-crafted joke. Mm-hmm. And I do think mm-hmm. it's essential to be able to make fun of yourself. It's is just, it is. Is there a problem? Because this is. You'll notice that, I mean, except for the conservatives that have a stick lodge someplace or or Al Gore and Tipper when they were against the, you know, one of the parental labels on on CDs Mm -hmm. or albums, I think, at the time. Um, Albums. Yeah. uh, The um, most people don't have a problem with The Simpsons because they know The Simpsons might take your guy on and hit him hard in the face. Mm hmm. And the very next joke or the very next episode going to hit the other side mm-hmm. just as hard. Mm-hmm. Do you think that comedy, uh, you know, the Daily Show and your show, do you think you do that? Do you think you hit your side just as hard? Um, I think that we look for those opportunities for sure. I think that, you know, we launched in a very particular moment in American politics. I mean, we launched it the beginning really of campaign season and so there was just a plethora of material sure. for us to select sure. from um i think that moving forward that will happen more and more for sure I, but there's no there's here's why here's why i asked this question yeah there's a story in, show in, a little bit of our show to acclimatize people to the tone <laughs> Or, uh, no. No, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I promise. Some people really like it. No, I, I, it's very edgy. I, I like it. It is. It, I is. It is. Um, I used to. I was much more of an artist with the F word than you ever will be. Okay. Um, oh. And, oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. And then I found Jesus and all of that stuff. So sure. I've cleaned up my act. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it is a little assaulting for viewers that are not used to mm-hmm. that. You you know, Mike Huckabee will watch it and say, I've never heard a woman use the F word before. <laughs> well, he would. <laughs> A hundred percent find me to be yes. nasty. 
Yes. No, he might go farther than he that. He would. You may be from the underworld. <laughs> I'm <Not>. definitely. <laughs> yeah. So um, only from the upside down. But anyway, I find you very, very funny, and you. We have, actually have played clips of your show. Yeah, we, yeah. yeah. Which, yeah. I was curious about that because you we, mentioned that um, last night. <laughs> we, uh, as you might know, we like not in a favorable. Uh, way, right? Yes, because we, we uh, no, actually, it's Donald Trump yeah. can't read. We, Trump can't read. We thought that was really funny. And <laughs> it was very funny. And uh, the, the the trolls in Russia. Yeah, we played. Yeah, we played a lot. We spent an hour talking about the trolls yeah. in Russia. Did you? That's really yep. interesting. How that did was... you find those people? Well, you know, we have an incredible, I mean, we have an incredible research team. Yeah, ours sucks. No kidding. Yeah. I mean, yeah no we idea. got this guy. Yeah, that, that oh, guy, he just sits over just, there and types stuff. That's it. Yeah. The whole team. Um, <laughs> well, he ate the whole team. <laughs> 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 you know, we have, um, yeah, we we have uh, an ama- we have just an amazing team of people. And uh, we had one woman who was able to, she just ended up in, I don't know, chat rooms. I don't know what she did to kind of infiltrate that world. But she ended up mm. chit-chatting with uh, a paid Russian troll. And, the st- you know, the story was born out of that. And then it just kind of grew and grew. And then we decided it was worth it to go to Russia and speak to them in person. Did you at really- ever point, at any point, believe they might be uh, not... The Not real thing, real. yeah. Well, you know, you have to treat them. You have to be suspicious. I mean, obviously, yeah. they have to be very suspicious. I think we did our absolute best due diligence with them. Mm-hmm. And we determined that we were comfortable. We were comfortable believing that they were real, and I believe that they were real. In the it sounded like they were. Well, since the story aired, um, Russian media has tried to discredit the story in various ways. But that's kind of what they, you know, that's kind of what they do. So. But, is it disturbing to you at all? Because we've been on this Russia thing for four years, uh, three years, about the influence of Russia and Putin. And um, it's interesting because a lot of people that were were OK with that and saying, yeah, OK, I believe you. I'm yeah, that's wrong. That's bad. That's dangerous. Mm-hmm. In the last year. Many of them have said that's propaganda. That's crazy. That's not happening. That's or it's well. So what is it? Does it bother you that we seem to be playing musical chairs that under the last president, I was freaked out Mm -hmm. and thinking, oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. And now under this president, you're saying, oh, my gosh. And well, it's not just me saying (laughs) I am. No, no, no. I I am saying it. I'm saying it as well. Yeah. Um. But the point that at least I have been trying to make and many people in our audience have been trying to make and we were never taken serious is no president should ever make you feel that way. Not because we elect the great guys. Our founders knew you're going to elect bad guys. Mm -hmm. It's the balance of power. No man should have so much power that he can reach into your life and change our culture and Mm -hmm. change everything. Mm -hmm. Do you do you see that or? Well, I d- you know, I guess fundamentally, I don't really, I don't really trust anyone. <laughs> I don't really. You don't either. I don't really. I just don't see presidents, or I don't as, as these messianic figures. Right. Like, I just don't think that any one person or or um, so shouldn't we? leader is is going to be everything to everybody. And of course, you know, the pendulum swings. Yes. It, mm-hmm. it's, I think what we're going through right now feels very different to me in my experience, which is limited because 
Remember, I'm an immigrant, and this is the first election that I was able to vote in. You're so from that where? Was, I'm from Canada, you guys. Oh, that's not an oh, immigrant. That's a total <laughs> I'm a immigrant experience. A I came state. across with my babushka. <laughs> yeah. You know. So it's, it's not that... Um, uh, the, the thing that I think we can unite on that I, mm-hmm. and it seems it seems almost eye roll stupid, but it's not is the Bill of Rights, mm-hmm. the Bill of Rights. We all agree. I, you know, I was dumb enough in 2003 to go, oh, George Bush, he'd never misuse the Patriot Act. By 2006, I'm like, oh, my gosh, how stupid was I then? And left, you know, the people on the left were right there. And the reason why a lot of us didn't listen to that warning was because you're the other side. You're just against George Bush. Oh, God, shut up. And now under Barack Obama, it expanded and got worse. And under this guy, it's going to expand and get even worse. Do you feel like the world is going to be or our world? I mean, at least I feel. And this is part of the reason why we're here today is because I do think that. It's important for us to kind of redraw the lines a little bit. I don't think that it's as clear cut as left and right or liberal and conservative anymore. I feel like true liberals need to form alliances in a different way now. I think that, um, you know, there are things that are imperiled now or it's certainly there feels like there's an urgency and there feels like there's violence in the air to me and i think that it's going to be more important than ever for people to kind of reach into areas where they wouldn't necessarily feel comfortable and hold hands with people i agree in a different way and i think you know and it's more about and it's more than just talking too it's actually more than just civil discourse civil discourse is really for me just the beginning of change yes you know that's a nice place to start yes it's a it's a very privileged idea that yes. you can. We can all sit here and go. We should speak to each other yes. nicely. We should actually we should more that. be we civil. Should, we should also listen to each other. Speak nice. Speak, you know, speak yes. properly to each other. Listen to one another. But then there's an action moment too, where you have to. You have to defend people. We have to stand up for people who are imperiled in this new world. You know, have to take action. I don't know what the action moment is. We so do have to find it. It will come. It will present itself. Don't look for trouble. It will come. Be prepared for trouble. Oh, <laughs> this is also comforting. Well, no, no, but I mean, don't you? I mean, sure. yeah. You, 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 you just prepare for it, and then if it doesn't come, it doesn't come. But if it does, we'll know it when it comes. Mm-hmm. And then we are prepared and united to stand on common principles Mm -hmm. but nobody wants to talk about common principles everybody is talking about policies and that's been our problem that's been my problem i i wanted you here because i think you felt you feel right now like i felt not in 08 but in 12 Mm -hmm. where i thought okay uh, you know um for instance Time Magazine just made uh, Donald Trump Person of the Year. Sure. And in the headline, it says, uh, President of the Divided States of America. I completely agree with that. But there's a lot of people that will look at that and go, really? Slap across the face. Where Newsweek in 08 
ran the headline in the cover, we're all socialists now. Mm-hmm. S- dismissing the good portion of the program of, of the population that was like, no, I'm not a socialist. I don't want to be a socialist. I, uh, no. So one side just dismissed the other. And we're still doing that. Just dismissing. Mm-hmm. In 12, I'm, I, I, I was shocked that the American people could know all of this information and still vote for him uh, because of, I thought, lies of doctors cutting off of feet and everything else. Um, and you feel that way now about Donald Trump. So do I. Mm-hmm. But you kind of lost faith in, crap, it's not just the president. It's the people around me, too. I don't understand how they're disconnecting from truth. They're just accepting it. Do you understand what I'm saying? I do, but I'm not sure I know what the so, question So is. my question is, how do we take on, how do you take on your side and say, you know what, there are some things that lying about Benghazi did matter. It did matter. There um, are consequences to lies. I right. think we are seeing that. I don't really know how to. How do you mean that you're seeing that? When you, well, there are just false narratives. There's news. There, I mean, we've all been talking about fake news. We were yes. talking about it on the show the other night. Yes. There's um, so much distrust. There's so much belief. We, you know, people are receiving their news in their own bubble of the internet. Yes. It's very difficult to penetrate that. With actual on, information on both sides, we're self-selecting out. Well, of course, I don't really know how to. I don't really know how to penetrate that. I don't think anybody really does. But that's what we're here for. But that is why we. That is why we need to be so vigilant and so diligent and do things in a different way and take ownership of those. Um, we're going to spend some more time together. I'm doing something for your show, and then we're going to no. spend some time on uh, Facebook. But look at that look. Delightful. No, it is. It's <laughs> no, look at that look. I saw that. Don't, don't <clears throat> read anything sinister. All right. <laughs> All right. Fun, I promise. It is nice to meet you. It is so nice to meet you. All right. Let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. May I do that? It is Sherry's Berries. No matter uh, who you're shopping for for Christmas, Sherry's Berries. Freshly dipped strawberries uh, starting at $19.99. That is a 30% savings. Double the berries for 10 bucks more. Do it right now. Visit berries, B-E-R-R-I-E-S dot com. Berries dot com. Click on the microphone. Type in my name, Glenn, at berries.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. Samantha B. Thing airs with them, but it's coming up soon. I was a little, yes. I was a little surprised she didn't recognize me as a Canadian and being a Canadian sports Because she's, she used to be Canadian or still is. Or right. Was. So she left about the time you became 
Yeah, yeah, that could be. You that think, could be the problem. You think you keep up with the with the news from your old country? Uh, she apparently doesn't. Apparently not. Maybe she doesn't. Uh, All right, so. we'll see you tomorrow. Adam Stu, by the way, is next uh, on the Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury.